Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of Life with Lenny. So the topic for today, for this episode, is boundaries. What are they? How do we set them? How do we know when a boundary is is appropriate? How do we not feel guilty for setting them? How do we know when the time is right? How do we even know we need to set them? So by definition, a boundary is a dividing line, a border, a partition. It provides a limit how far you or someone else can go. Countries have boundaries, houses have boundaries, streets, towns, parks, beaches, everything has boundaries. People should have boundaries too. So we aren't born with boundaries, right? Think of a small child. Um, They do what they want, when they want, how they want. And if you stop them from doing what they want to do, they're going to wail and scream like they are in excruciating pain and dying. No boundaries. But as we get older, we learn, right? Our parents set rules. They set expectations. They show us etiquette. They set limits. Boundaries. They're hard to learn and even harder to maintain. But how are they maintained? How do you actually teach a child to respect the rules and boundaries of people, places, and things? And the answer to that is consistency. You stay consistent in enforcing that rule and eventually the child will learn it as a set behavior. In teaching that set behavior, a child is also taught how to cope with the emotions of not being able to do what they want, when they want, how they want. So if they learn to throw tantrums and you give in to those tantrums, guess what? A tantrum-throwing child will grow into a tantrum-throwing teenager, and that teenager will eventually grow into a tantrum-throwing adult because they've never learned that concept of a boundary, and they know that these tantrums are going to work. So all kids throw tantrums, right? That's normal, but it's usually the ones that aren't disciplined properly or are actually taught to deal with those difficult emotions that will not allow others to set boundaries or even respect the boundaries that have already been placed as an adult. Um, If they're so used to getting their way, why would they stop if it's constantly working, right? Um, Think of the adult that throws a hissy fit every time they don't get their way or the adult that you always have to tiptoe around because you you don't know how they're going to react to something that they don't like or how hard it is to say no to that adult. Can you say no? Will you say no? Or for the sake of your own sanity because you just don't want to hear them, will you just give in to their demands? This adult knows no boundary. Those adults are the takers of the world. They're going to take and take and take until you have absolutely nothing left to give, but they'll find something more. They'll take some more and then they'll find someone else to take and take and take and give nothing in return to. So boundaries, some people know them, some people have them, some people set them, some people respect them, and some people don't. It isn't your job to discipline an adult, but it is your job to stay consistent with your boundary, with how you feel, with keeping yourself comfortable and not allowing or accepting someone who is constantly disrespecting that line. So if you say no to something, 
stick to that no. Of course, this is all hypothetical. Every individual situation is, in fact, different. So here's an example, right? Touching. Some people hate being touched for whatever reason. Um, they just they don't like being touched. But some people are huggers, and they're all about physical human contact. Both aspects are okay, but here's the boundary, right? So let's say you're the person that hates being touched. It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter what you've gone through. It doesn't matter if it triggers you. The excuse or the idea or the feeling that you are uncomfortable, it doesn't matter. You just hate being touched. And let's say you have a friend who is very touchy-feely. They have to hug you. They have to touch your arm. They have to playfully tap you when they make a joke. And it's all harmless, right? There's no ill intention behind the touch, right? Again, both are okay. But that touch makes you uncomfortable. Not because you think this person is creepy. You just you're not okay with touch from anyone. So how do you set that boundary, right? Assuming that this is innocent, assuming that the touch is innocent, you would firmly explain, you know, I, I, I can see that you're a very touchy-feely person and, and that's okay. However, I'm not comfortable with being touched by anyone. It's, it's something I really, I don't like. It doesn't make me feel good. So I would really appreciate it if you please refrain from touching me and respect how I feel. Now, will they be offended? Maybe, possibly. Um, they'd probably be more offended if you say something like, stop fucking touching me. That approach is different, right? The first approach doesn't insinuate anything is wrong with their behavior. Again, assuming that it's okay, that it's innocent. It's just something that's uncomfortable for you, right? While the second one is saying that there is something wrong with it. The second one doesn't set the boundary properly. It, it damages the trust by making the other person feel like they're judged and they're going to immediately go on the defense. So again, assuming that the touch is innocent and the friendship is respected, um, you want to be able to set that boundary firmly, but in a respectful manner. But you know, if it, not for nothing, but if a stranger tried to touch me in some inappropriate way, I'd definitely go with the second. So another thing, right? Sometimes Sometimes when it comes to boundaries, like in terms of childhood, we grow up with so many rules, right? Our parents have set so many limits for us and, and we don't have the courage to set boundaries with um, our parents or other family members or friends or coworkers, whatever. We didn't grow up being allowed to speak up for ourselves, right? And, and I know a lot of people can relate to that when they, when they grew up with really strict parents. So... We think we'll get in trouble if we stand up for ourselves, even as adults, right? Parents or guardians may not have allowed you to have your own thoughts or ideas or feelings because, you know, you're their child and they can do with you as you please. Um, so if you did stand up for yourself, you would get punished. So as, as an adult, that then translates into you becoming a people pleaser, allowing others to do what they want, when they want, how they want while ignoring the boundaries that you should have been setting for yourself all along. You grow up being uncomfortable and unable to speak for yourself. So the, that discomfort is normal for you, right? What becomes uncomfortable is actually setting the boundary. So if this is the case, you have to unlearn what you know. You have to understand that setting boundaries is okay. 
it's it's a good thing. You're not going to get in trouble, right? It's it's okay to set boundaries and to voice your discomfort. So you don't have to be afraid of them, and you definitely don't have to feel guilty for setting them because that's a big one, right? We're made to feel guilty. How many times have you said, "Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I feel bad," and went on and did something that you weren't comfortable with? just because you're so used to being trampled on. And that's what it is when you don't set boundaries. You're being trampled on. And other people are benefiting from you not having set those boundaries. And that's a harsh truth that you're being trampled on. So usually the two types pair up. Of course, there are more than these two types. And not everything is as clear cut, but those who know no boundaries usually, or don't want to know boundaries, right? They don't care for them. They're not going to respect them. Usually find people who don't set them. So the boss who doesn't respect your time and the employee who allows the boss to invade their personal time and space in a detrimental way, not in a dedicated way, right? Because we all make sacrifices, but there's a huge difference. Or the partner who gets everything done for them, but does the bare minimum in the relationship and calls it effort. Um, and that partner is accepted because the other one is afraid to ask for more. Or the friend who takes advantage of their other friend who always goes out of their way um, and does things for them at a drop of a dime, but but is always busy when they're needed, Right. Uh, keep in mind, people who know no boundaries don't have a problem with setting them for themselves. Let's be clear on that. People who know no boundaries just don't respect yours. They get what they want. Um, it's people who don't set any boundaries that end up suffering, and they end up suffering silently most of the time. So the work actually has to be done by those who don't set any boundaries. Um, and I'm talking to you, all you people out there who don't set any boundaries. I bet you're exhausted. I bet you always feel used and you always feel alone and you don't know how to stop it. So how do you stop it? You stop it by not doing things that make you uncomfortable. You stop it by not accepting the bare minimum anymore. You stop it by identifying and addressing your discomfort. You stop it by learning how to say no. No is a complete sentence. You don't have to say, um, no, because you don't, you just have to say no. Me personally, I usually follow it up with like a no thank you, right? So, you know, do you want to no, thank you. And I usually stand my ground when people try to guilt me into doing things that I don't want to do. I stick with my no. I don't allow anyone to sway or guilt me. Um, I shouldn't have to feel guilty for saying no to something that I don't want to do. I don't have to explain myself to anyone and I don't have to say why I'm saying no. I mean, sometimes I do. It doesn't mean that I never do. Sometimes there is an excuse, but sometimes there's not. I just don't want to is enough of an explanation if you want to give one. That doesn't mean 
I'm not, I'm personally not reciprocative in my relationship. It just means I firmly set the expectations that others should have of me. It took me a really long time to learn this, but once I realized that I'm actually harming myself while other people are thriving off of my silent distress, I had to realize that I'm important too. And that's exactly what I said, that I'm important too. You are important too. And that's what you have to realize. So how do we set the boundaries, right? First, we have to think about the things that we do that we don't want to do or don't feel comfortable doing. We have to understand that the only person that we are responsible for is ourselves, and we don't know anyone anything, nothing, not our moms, not our dads, our grandparents, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, partners, friends, bosses, coworkers, strangers, no one. We don't owe anyone a damn thing. That doesn't mean don't do anything for anyone. What I'm saying is don't do the things that bring you discomfort or harm or a constant struggle. Why are we always putting ourselves last? When you put yourself last, you teach people to put you last too. And you hear them say like, oh, it's okay. So-and-so doesn't mind. Um, But so-and-so does mind. So-and-so just hasn't said anything about how much they mind. So-and-so has to say something. So-and-so has to learn that they have a voice and -and so-and-so has to use it because so-and-so is going to break down and blow up one day at the wrong moment if they don't, and it's not going to be pretty. So-and-so is me. So-and-so is you. So before you get there, you have to remember, even if your voice is shaky, even if it breaks, you have to stand up for yourself. What's the worst that can happen? You're going to lose a selfish friend or your egotistical, greedy, self-centered partner leaves you? Good. You shouldn't be in a relationship with anyone where you're giving 200% of yourself all the time and they take all of it and all they give you is like 10%. You shouldn't be in a relationship, whatever type of relationship, if you're the only one giving all the time. So some of us don't really know how to stand up for ourselves in that moment just yet. And that's okay. It's cool. You're learning. You're starting to acknowledge some of the things that aren't working for you and what it is that you need to do. So don't beat yourself up over it. This is a big change, right? Uh, and it's the beginning, it's the beginning of your change and you're, you will, I'm going to let you know that you're going to lose a lot of people. You will, you have to know that people who can no longer benefit from you will leave and they should. And learning to set boundaries takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength and a hell of a lot of consistency and you'll get better because with all things practice does make perfect. So if you're unsure about what to do, you should just, I mean, sit down, make a list, list the things that cause you distress with the people who expect you to do them. Go through the W's, who, what, where, when, why, how, right? Write it down and then address it. Talk to the person who makes your relationship feel so imbalanced. You could say something like, 
um, I want to make you aware of some of the feelings I have, but because I'm not really good at saying things on the spot, I wrote them down and I'm going to read them to you. It's going to be awkward, right? They're, they're going to be thrown off because in their mind, everything was a-okay. You never said anything. So be aware that those reactions are going to be normal when they're thrown off. And you have to acknowledge that as well because you're, you're like changing it up now. So you can say something like, I know this seems weird since I was always okay with it, but deep inside, I really wasn't in, and I would like for it to stop if we're going to continue to have a fair and equal relationship or partnership, whatever, whatever that relationship may be. So even after addressing the issue, people are going to forget, right? They're so used to you not having boundaries that they'll start to continue to push your boundaries. And it's your job to stay consistent. So like I said earlier, it's not your job to discipline anyone, but it is your job to teach people how to treat you. You would think somebody would just know, right? Decent human beings, they should know how to be decent to another human being. But everyone does come with a story and and upon meeting them, you know, you teach them what you're going to allow by accepting things that you shouldn't have accepted. And that isn't anyone's fault. All it is, is a change that has to happen. So you have to stay consistent. And if you're still being disrespected, you're not dealing with a decent person. But if you're setting that boundary and that new boundary is respected and the person you are setting it with is putting the effort in to adapt, then you can continue on with that relationship. It's not, it's not going to come overnight and it is going to take work. But people do show you who they are and you, you have to listen to that. Setting boundaries is um, it's a form of self-respect and self-care and self-love. It's about listening to yourself. Many of us aren't taught to do that. And sometimes we learn it way later, later on in life, um, usually after some damaging and destructive event occurs. And it's okay. Sometimes we have to go through the lowest of low to finally realize that we have to treat ourselves right. Um, setting boundaries is just the beginning. So you have to listen to yourself and you have to use your voice. And if you lose people in the process, learn to be okay with that. The only people who are going to leave are those who never cared for your well-being to begin with. You should want you shouldn't want people like those around anyway. But never forget that in setting your own boundaries, you have to be aware of the boundaries of others. And if you aren't sure about how someone is feeling or if you're overstepping your own in another relationship, all you have to do is ask. Um, communication in all relationships is the key to it working. It's hard, but communication is the key. So that wraps up episode three on boundaries with me, Eleni, and this was Life with Lenny. Thanks for listening.